thought of the, the unintelligent men that are attracted to toxicity because they are out there. If we could get men to just stop fucking with toxic women. And I know I know what the first thing they say is because we've all had these conversations. Yeah, but toxic women have the best pussy. Right. They got the and women say the same thing about the toxic about bad the right. toxic dude. Like we just talked about. If you're a dude, rip have good one of the one the one quality you need to get and keep women is good sex. That's the one basic quality you need. Yep, it's more important than money. Hey, you got you got at least a six month lease with women, especially supposed successful women. You got at least a six month lease, and at least that if you're slinging that meat right. Yeah, if you time it right and don't do nothing too egregious, you can stretch that out right. for a long Just time. Do 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 what she say a little bit of the time enough to yeah just enough so that when she say you don't never do shit I say you can say well what about that time right oh, that's you need you need at least three four times <laughs> that, yeah. that's a that's a four month extension then blow yeah. her back out that night yeah. you got a yeah. whole another year until people are willing to stand up and more people are willing to stand up and speak the truth until. Men are willing to control, have some dick control, some dick. That's discipline. what I was just about to get to. That's what I was just about to get you to. You know, like stop sticking your dick in anything with a pulse. Stop getting these motherfucking girls pregnant, man. Yes. Yeah, stop it. Stop, stop it. No, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say this now, I'll probably say it again later, but and I, this haven't been confirmed, and you might know the stats. I'm sure sure you know the stats better than me. But um, looking at the Dennis Sperling show yesterday, I was watching it. Um, some BTC, a BTS dude that was on the show, and they were talking about statistics that they were looking at. And they found out that over the last five years, single black mothers have birthed 1.5 million babies outside of the black community. It was, was 1.5 million babies that were that really couldn't be accounted for and the statistics now i haven't confirmed on this this is what dennis sperling and the guys were saying in this show so they looked at all race groups in america and white men asian men and hispanic men have more children than white women asian women and hispanic women but black women have more children than black men and that i've one seen i've seen that statistic i can't remember the exact number so i don't know if it was actually one point five million but i have seen that statistic in various different places that black our community one of the unique things about our community is that our women seem to be birthing more kids than the men niggas still ain't shit. i'm just saying if i don't care how you slice it you cannot like it the stats are the stats but look, the, 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 the truth of the matter is the narrative needs to be corrected. And it it's just to. like we talk about with white supremacy. It's going to feel bad to white people because fixing it requires them to give up the life that they're accustomed to, the benefits right. that they have. Right. In this situation, as much as black women don't want to acknowledge, and as much as the black community in mass don't want to acknowledge and admit that there are some perks to being a black woman. It ain't enough. It ain't real perks. You you you're going to have to. Everybody's going to have to come off their block, and look at the situation for what it is, 
and assess where we need to be compared to where we are. And that's we're just being, the truth of it. We're being thoroughly outperformed by all by these other groups of people. And one of the reasons is we 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 refuse to improve ourselves. I mean, I don't people have to get over it, man. Look, y'all told black men for so long. Black men get that shit together. A lot of black men got their shit together. Black women, y'all got to get y'all shit together too. It's time. You have to get your shit together. And, and to be clear, to be fixed. To be clear, getting your shit together as a woman does not look the same way that getting your shit together as a man. We ain't talking about going to get degrees and shit now. We ain't what <laughs> like, we talking about. Like we got to be clear about that. Got to like fix the women. family structure. Let's right. be specific. We black women and black men, especially black women, though we got to fix the family structure. We need to, we need to stop having babies outside of marriage. No more babies outside of marriage, and we need to get together and stay together. Pick the person that's best for you, not the person that feel good to you. And if you are one of them non-monogamous people, whatever. Stop having Whatever. babies outside of a committed relationship. Can we keep, can we at least keep them agree in your on village? That? Keep them in your little village. Right. Can we don't at be least Nick Cannon? Like, that, that Nick Cannon commitment. shit. That Nick Cannon shit and that future shit and these others. That shit trash. Yo, that shit is trash. I'm just like, we at least gotta agree on the need for a committed relationship before we yeah. bring children. Whatever committed relationship look like to you, that's what you need to be in before you have children. And guess what? For a lot of y'all, after you have children, guess what? You, you still together. in a committed relationship. And stay together and make it work. Put in the work every day to make it work. Any day you don't feel like do it just like you do the work for going to work. Now nah, sometimes you get up in the morning, you don't feel like going to work, but damn it, you got to get up and go get it. Hey, Same thing in your marriage. Look, bringing value to your life and everybody's life around you is not a when you feel like it thing. You you gotta do it whether you feel like it or not. If you want a man to bring home the bacon, when it, whether he feel like it or not, then you got to be willing to do some other things, whether you feel like right. it or not. And man, it's, it go the same way for you. If if you want her to be dropping that thing in the circle, whether she feel like it or not, then you got to be willing to do things, whether you feel like it or not. And that's just yeah. the way it is. The future of our, the future of black people in America is going to depend on what the adults now choose to do. If the adults so, right. now don't choose to grow up and be adults and fix this shit, it's over for us. Well, I got a very dark outlook because I don't think black people in America have no future. Because I look, man, we've been watching not as a whole, not we've as been a whole. watching this shit circle the drain for too long. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I got I got a little more hope than you, but not too too much more. But I got a little more hope. But but you are right. Like we have, we've been watching this shit for too long. And as a whole, I that's why I say Black America doesn't exist. Black people exist in America, but there's no Black America because as a whole, we don't want it. Mm -mm. No, we're no too busy trying, trying to, to be dark-skinned white people and not even getting that right. I mean, so think no about it. Trying to force nothing on nobody that don't want it. Who's who's teaching? I'll be honest. Right. I had a lot of conversations growing up about what it means to be a man, what it means to be a husband. 
I had a lot of those conversations growing up. And that's why I always said, like, I, I, I've always wanted to be a husband. I've always felt like that was the like, epitome of masculinity. Yeah, you got, to be a, you got to be a husband, man. You, right. got, you got to get your husband, get you a family, and raise you some productive so, kids, man. Right. And that's what I grew up believing, right? So, you know, if you didn't, fine. But that's what I grew up believing, and that's what I still believe. But over the last probably decade, I've been asking women, who are y'all talking to about being a wife and about what it means to be a wife and a mother and all of these things? That was one and of Kevin Samuel's most famous questions. Right, because oh, in this, I started doing this before Kevin Samuels blew up. That's a good, the that's most, a great question, though. The most frequent response is, I never had those conversations. So who's teaching? Nobody. Who's teaching women how to be wives and mothers? You, and you got you got mothers who've been wives for over thirty years, who have daughters, who didn't even bother to teach their daughters how to be wives. Because nobody taught them. But I'm like, God damn! But but at what point, as an adult, at what point do you say, you know what? I want to do something different. Never. I want to start something new. I want to be better. Like, cause we can't, we we got to stop giving these older generations these damn excuses of that's all they knew. Well, goddamn motherfucker, you didn't have the ability to know more. But look, we we are quickly becoming the same generation because you can think about it, it's still with that adolescent mindset. When we start talking about I want to do different, I want to be better, it doesn't extend past I. We don't look at our children as extensions of ourselves. To what yeah, we say, true. when we say I want to do better, we mean I want to do better by me and by my legacy, my kids. So we don't talk to our kids about the things yeah. that our parents never talked to us about. Yeah, that yeah, you're right. But it's just damn, and you are you you're correct. But it's just like on an individual level, like at what point? Because I I mean I, and maybe maybe I need to stop expecting other motherfuckers to do it. Because I do it. I'm just thinking, damn. Because I hear what other people are saying, and I'm just like, okay, well, how can I be different? How can I learn? Like I I never want to stop learning. I always want to learn something new. Mm -hmm. But I guess that's just me, huh? It is. Uh, I can assure you it is. <laughs> I'm not, not even going to sugarcoat that. Most people stop trying to learn shit 10th grade in high school. Yeah, they they ain't trying you. to learn. You, you done seen senior, you, they call it senioritis. Most oh, yeah, people yeah, yeah. have senioritis from the time they in the 12th grade to the time they die. Yeah. They don't never want to learn nothing else different. Mo and that's most people. We ain't even talking about just in the black community. We talking about Humans in it. Well, I say humans in America. We'll say that because I, I can't speak to other yeah. countries. But in America, that's why you got grown ass adults who 50. You've been on this planet for 60 years and you still don't know how the government work because they never taught you in school. Right. But that that's my. But you but that dog, I can't even get my fucking words out, bro. Like the thing that really pisses me off is, you know, football stats. You know Tom Brady's whole name. You know, you know Tom Brady's daddy name. You know, you why? know, you know all of pop culture, but you're telling me about the stuff you didn't have access to 
and these other things, but you took the time to learn all this stuff in, in pop culture. Because they were taught to appreciate and worship popular culture. That's what high school is. Think about the jocks, the the pro at the 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 high performing athletes at your school, the popular girls, the the distant. You know who those people are, and you get social rewards for knowing who those people are and what they do and who you know. You get so when you become an adult, instead of you being worried about the popular girl at school, you worry about the popular person in the country. Instead of you worried about the high school quarterback, you worry about the professional quarterback. All of that shit is taught and ingrained. And that's why it's just more these like they senioritis. Even the seniors that don't care about school still know what the fuck is going on in school socially. We never yeah. progress past yeah. that. Yeah. It's like and yeah, the maturity stops at 18. It does. Most people mature, and that's why I say. The, the one of the most valuable things to me about college two one is the networks that you can build that's the whole purpose mm -hmm. for yeah that's the that's that might be the biggest benefit for college yeah that's that's network. to me that's the whole purpose of going to college yeah. is the, the social networks you can build two most people stop growing and developing mentally at the point where they're stopped being forced to so people that go to college tend to have four more years of growth and development because they were forced to in college. That's been my experience. I'm not saying that's true across the board, but that's been my experience. People that have gone to college tend to be a little bit more self-aware and mature than those who haven't simply because their clock froze at 22 instead of 18. That's been my experience for the most part. That's true, cross. Yeah, yeah. For the for the for the most part, I still think they lack critical thinking skills. Oh, they do absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody lacks critical thinking yeah, skills. Yeah, college. But, yeah, but but whatever. for the most part, yeah, they they their their ability to think is better. Right. They're not whether so, they use it or not. Well, and and they don't because we also got to remember like the capacity is there, but that's still four more years of indoctrination. Like it's still, you know what I'm but saying. So even even like politically, like I, I, they should they should they should either throw away student government or re restructure everything because they take that dumbass shit and dumbass uh, ideas that they that they use in voting in, in elementary, middle school, high school, and college, and take that into the real world and vote like that for the most popular person. <laughs> not not the person who has your best interest, but the most popular person, and let them be man, black and Democrat. Oh man, SGA in most places is one of the most worthless. I'm not even gonna say one of the most because there are a lot of worthless things in school but it's just as worthless as everything else but that you know that's that's america for you it's part of the course but you know like black people i just don't i don't i've been looking at the statistics for a long time and they've been going in the wrong direction for a long time and every time they start to shift in the right direction something happens like the great recession or COVID that undoes all of those gains and sends us spiraling back in the wrong direction. So I don't, I don't have no the crack epidemic. Something happens. But every you, time you, we start. But but right now, 
if we would have come around the 60s, if we would have said, fuck this white man stuff and stuck with each other and built a solid found and continue to build on the solid foundation that we had, we could have been in a better situation and we wouldn't need the government. We wouldn't need assistance. We wouldn't, we, we wouldn't be so needy. Like, I think we forget how needy we are on this system, how dependent we are on this system. Once again, that's why I get frustrated when I hear these black scholars not talking about this, not talking about how fucked up our community is or what black people are in America, period. But I think the civil rights movement itself was a disruption of foundation building, you know, because prior to that, you got, you know, we always talk about the two schools of thought. Um, you know, the Tuskegee school of thought of building from yeah. within the community versus the what has become known as the misunderstood WB Du Bois train of thought. Uh-huh. And so, you know, in these are even the Garvey train of thought. And all of these things you have, you've always had a group of people that was like, we need to build from within. And they've always been countered and upended and 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 fought against. I was just, I, I was just gonna say, even they fought. Even yeah. they fought. Yeah, but the two competing schools of thought is: do we build together or do we demand it from white people? And instead of us being able to say, "Well, we can use both of those together to get <laughs> where we need to go faster," we just like, fight. Nah, the we got to do rights, one. We got to do one. The civil rights movement was an example of teenagers getting mad at the old slow approach of their elders and making demands and stopping doing the work of building. Yeah, we want That's y'all white people to, because look at college students. College students now to get the ideology of white people. Y'all need to do this and y'all need to do it. Like the people who keep writing letters to open letters to white people and stuff. Like, um, um, somebody, some group some African ancestry group wrote an open letter to, I think it was Kim Kardashian, some white person who they, they claimed appropriated. Oh, Kim Kardashian said something about a, uh, somebody collecting a strand of hair and um, it, it being related to somebody trying to do voodoo on her. So these African ancestry people on Instagram took it upon themselves to write an open letter to Kim Kardashian. Oh, oh, you really hurt her feelings. Oh man, you you scolded her so bad. She's not going to say the word. She's not going to say another V word ever again because of what you guys said, even though I doubt she would even ever see your post. That was about four or five slides long. You just swipe left and you talking and you reprimanding her and giving her the history of voodoo and telling her that she's all this and all that. And you shaking your finger. Ooh, I'm I'm sure she was just hurt by that right keep up the great work right when i saw that i saw that i was like you niggas keep wasting y'all time with this dumb shit you really like like so you mean tell me an organization of grown black people they heard something that they didn't like from kim kardashian and said we're gonna write an open letter to you and tell you how we feel about it because we don't like the way you talk about photo yeah that's what we gonna tell you so you niggas expected her to have a no y'all y'all expect to her kim kardashian you know who her mama is and she's supposed to be fluent and, and just knowledgeable on voodoo the way you want her to be you know who her husband her ex-husband is this is the negro that says slavery was a choice 
Look who she fucking now. Right, right, right. Look how she got famous. Fuck it. <laughs> but hey, that that's some more of that adolescent shit, right? Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say some stuff to the wind, and hope that the breeze carries it. That's that. Co- that's go. that. That's that. I, I I call it that college student mindset, like, cause I had it. I had it when I was a college student. Now I'm, I'm you know, understanding the indoctrination that when you come to college, they just. That's why most of these movements are fueled by the young people because the young people are the ones who get charged up because the older people are the ones who are thinking. And the older people got shit to lose and think and strategize while the young people think we're just going to do this and do that. It ain't for black people. It ain't working for us. Whatever we're doing, whatever we've been doing, if you think it's working, I question your intelligence. But that that's another part of the problem because you see these and that and the older people that are trying to get ahead they've learned how to manipulate younger people that's why you see all these politicians and everybody trying to we got to galvanize the youth we got to do this we got to because they know it's easier to get them young motherfuckers out there doing what they want them to do right so they ain't gotta do it right then it is to get an older person that's thinking about some shit. They said I don't even try to talk to old people. And speaking of that, you know Simone Sanders got drafted by the Giants this past draft, right? I did not you know that, right? Because no, that tackle form she got, that tackle form she got. Because <laughs> Joe, they you just made me think about it. Joe Biden. Damn sure used her, and she used her, bro, her football skills. She literally physically tackled somebody for Joe Biden. She put Simone Sanders literally was willing to die for Joe Biden. Bro, Bernie Sanders has had a whole second, third, fourth political career behind galvanizing young people. Yes. Just getting them excited. For what? They don't know. They just feel like he's speaking the truth. Every election, (laughs) a young person come up to me with that same shit somebody came up with four years ago. And I got to tell them the same shit I told the last young person four years ago. Fuck out my face with this Bernie Sanders shit. Every single time, Bernie. like, But it ain't just him. Like, all of them, we saw Barack Obama do it to win the White House and then to win it again. He got young people across the board, not just black, young people fired up fired up for what i don't know but they felt like it was his story change and what does that change mean i don't know but they felt like it was his story and i'm not that's not even me disparaging or attacking obama's presidency that's just me talking about when you ask these young people what they want to happen they have no idea have an answer yeah, they have they, they have feel no like idea they're doing something. Like um I I I fell in love with watching these uh conservative um shows on YouTube. So these white guys going to these liberal I've spaces that and you shaking falling them in love with the conservative. I hey man, noticed. hey <laughs> bruh, it's funny, bruh. It's funny because because I mean what it I, I think I, I think if you if you truly have an objective viewpoint and if you're truly for the issues not for the parties you shouldn't have any problem watching either side now of course you understand that but yeah yeah yeah, because i do that's that's why i recognize the shift 
because I watch a lot of that stuff too. So right, but it's like it's like you 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 see them going to these liberal spaces. They have real talking points. They're prepared. And college students just have emotions. They're not and, prepared. Hey, because we don't like your viewpoint, we don't want you to come here and speak because we don't like you. Which is like totally the opposite of what college is supposed to be. It's supposed to be an open forum for intellectual discourse. But that's that's the the uh, I can't remember the other dude, but that's that was his point is. Isn't this a a institution of higher learning or, or a, a, a space of higher learning where, like you said, intellectual discourse is supposed to happen back and forth where we are exchanging ideas and saying we can come to a common ground. And even if not, we can agree to disagree, but we do it in a civil manner. But no, when I show up and you disagree with me, you cussing me out, you doing this, you doing that. So. Right, and, and that uh, that's the lack of critical thinking you pointed out earlier, and that's why uh, it's. But uh, that's a microcosm of our community, though. That's Absolutely. a even even though I'm even though I'm talking about white people mad at white people. This is how we interact with each other. Absolutely, because it because it absolutely is, and and again, it it shows itself. Just in the fact that as a man, I can't have a conversation with women about my experiences as a man without being called women bashing. Or even being I called a punk. Right. If I don't firmly place her pussy in my mouth while I'm talking. No, you, you, no, you know, no, do you... Have you ever watched a woman have pure joy in her heart laughing at a man who's been hit by a woman? I mean, yeah. And it's just like, she slapped the shit out of him. And it's almost like they want to follow it up with, and he can't do nothing about it. But they never, that's, I know that's what they want to say, but they never that's say. That's what they it. thinking. Right, right. Because, and then when he do hit back, he's a bitch. Like, we got so much we got. Look, all right, we're going to have to do, we might have to come back with a part two. I see we didn't went over our time on this. We got to come back because this Man, is interesting. I was, 